Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be, happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Hello, and welcome to the Mosaic Gardens today. I am Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. I want to let you know, to, if you feel, feel free to call and ask any questions you might have at 866-472-5795. And you can email those questions as well to soulhealerspath.com. Today we are talking about going from shattered to meaning. And I want to thank you for listening, and I want to thank Voice America's Seventh Way for making this possible. And I also want to let you know that I'm celebrating that I'm on the air now seven days a week. You can go and look me up at, at Seventh Wave Network and uh, listen again. And that is exciting here. So um, this episode was inspired by Joseph Campbell's work, um, The Hero's Path. So... I want to ask if there's been a time in your life where you have felt like your foundation had been shattered. This is called a crossroads, a place where you get to decide whether to become a victim or a hero, which Joseph Campbell talks about, that we go through life and then certain things happen and in those experiences we get to choose. We make a choice whether we make a difference in the world from the experiences we had or that we give up. And... Um, I would like to ask if you'd like to know the techniques to become a hero in your life. That's the path I chose to take. Now, I'm not going to say that I took that path all the time. There were times that I went back and forth, and I, I started out being a victim. It was everybody else's fault that I was having problems. And then I decided to take charge of my own life and move forward. And doing so, man, I got to be responsible. That's, a, that's an amazing place to be. It's also a little scary. And we're going to talk about this today with my two guests. Um, Ashley Peterson, who is the founder of Free Spirited Faith and author of Seven Spiritual Keys to Healing from Heartbreak and Breaking the Patterns, she will be found at freespiritedfaith.com. And my guest, Brian Benson, who is on the journey of discovery. They're going, they're going to share their path of becoming a hero and give you insights to how each of them have taken the shattered pieces and are creating a beautiful mosaic to share with the world. I have a tip for you today. And my tip is I have a morning routine that I'm going to share with you that helps me a lot. It helps me stay focused. I call it my morning focus routine. I get up. I have a green drink, which is a smoothie with, with a spinach and organic fruit in it. You can look up all sorts of different kinds of green drinks. I get to get, actually pick the berries from my garden and the spinach from my garden right now to put in my drink, which I did this morning. And then I take and I do this Agoscu body work, which is a little exercise that lasts about five to six minutes, putting my body in proper alignment, which is actually part of that what's been healing my knee and helping me move forward um, in life. And then I also listen for about 10 minutes to an inspirational speaker, somebody that inspires me. And I, sometimes I do that while I'm doing my exercises. This is like a 30-minute program that I do in the morning that gets me going and motivates me, gets me excited for the day, 
and starts my day off to a really good path. And I'm going to, my guest, Brian Benson, is actually one that created this pro program for me. And I'd like you to, if you have any questions and want to know anything about that, go to his his um, email site, which is alignmentworks, the number two, alignmentworks, the number two, at gmail.com. Brian and I will be leading a two-day healing retreat to introduce you to our work. It's on July 16th and 17th. It's at Yoga West Community in Grand Junction, Colorado. Hope to have you join us there. It's going to be a lot of fun. You don't have to know anything about dance to do this. It's going to be a very sacred movement of letting things out of the body so that you can bring in what you want to create in your life. You can go and register at soulhealerspath.com. You can also find out more about this if you go to yogawestcommunity.com. So my first guest today is Brian Benson. He's the creator, as I said, of this morning focus routine that I'm doing. Hello, Brian. Hi, Christy. How are you today? Good. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Thank you. Good to be so, here. So, Brian, we wanted to share today what we're talking about, our topic of shattered pieces in your life. When I met you, Brian, six months ago, your marriage had ended. Your father had just passed away. You had sold your house and were living in a fifth-wheeler. I know that your father was not just your father. He was your mentor and your best friend. And the stories you shared with me about what that felt like losing him has been really touching. I didn't even know at the time how important that was going to be in my own life that just a couple months down the road, sorry, I'm a little emotional, I was going to lose my own father. And you were here for me for that. And you showed me the techniques that helped you move past that. Can you tell me where you were emotionally at this time? Well, it's interesting you bring that up about your dad because so much of my shattered experiences in my life brought me to realize how important it was to be there for somebody when they were going through the same kinds of experiences that I had gone through. And there's, you know, just a little taste of realizing that what I what I'd gone through truly did change the way I interact with the rest of the world and when I see pain and suffering from the loss of a loved one I react so much differently now because of my experiences and at the time um, you know I lost my dad and moved my mom halfway across the country to be closer to her daughter I'd sold the house at uh, the end of an 18-year marriage everything seemed like it fell down around me and I was feeling very helpless, hopeless, um, like a failure and ultimately as though the world would be better off if I weren't in it and that I wished I hadn't ever even been born into it. That's where I was when I met you. Yeah, I can um, relate. Some of us feel that way. I think it can be even the loss of a job or the loss of what we thought was our foundation because we build a foundation on something that we think is um, maybe built on material things. You shared with me at one time about the American dream that you had to let go of. So what was that process? Well, that was very much where it began in 2006. I 
I had been spending my life building the American dream. I had a home, a cabin in the mountains to go to on the weekend, financial security, a very successful business. Everything was going along fine, and then one evening I get a phone call saying that my dad had had an accident. His neck was broken. They didn't expect him to live. They had used a defibrillator to start his heart three three times. And it was then that I said, wow, maybe the American dream doesn't serve very well when you get into this situation. And that started me down a whole process of selling the business, selling the house. We ended up selling the cabin, pretty much used everything we had over the over the next nine years so that I could be a primary caregiver to him, so that the finances, you know, without finances in this country, you got to figure out a way to do this, and that was our solution. So what but techniques did you use? What techniques did you use? What techniques did you use, Brian, to deal with the emotional stress that was putting on your body? Well, initially I used, uh, I was introduced to the Agassi method of posture alignment, which made a dramatic difference in my life because I, I would carry my tension and my shoulders would be tense and then I would hurt. And I found that through the body movement at the Agassi method, um, that would help me get through the day. But it didn't necessarily stop the thought process of, you know, what's next, the fear of am I doing enough, have I done everything I could, is there something I'm missing, maybe I could do more, those kinds of things, um, you know, they, they just weren't addressed by the bodywork side of it. And I found that to be true with my dad, too, because when I used the Agassi method with him, he made remarkable progress to the point where three years after the accident, he was walking with a cane, and he was still very unstable, but he was mostly functional. And that is when um, I experienced one time he was distracted, and he just stood up straight and he walked for about 20 seconds very normally, just as normal as I was. And when I asked him, you know, how did this miraculous thing just happen? He got a deer-in-the-headlights look, and his body collapsed again, and he, he never experienced that. And that's what led me on to researching into uh, other forms of explanation. How does a man with a spinal cord injury who's paralyzed walk normally for such a short time? So tell that me how, me how you how you dealt with um, all the investment you put in in helping your dad because, I mean, that that's an incredible amount of love. And then when he passed, what did you do for yourself to deal with the loss of that? Because you also shared with me that, that your marriage ended at that time, too. So you had, you had a lot of loss on, on the chart of stress. It was pretty high up there, and you were also moving and uh, redefining where you were going to live and how you fit into this process of, of the world. So tell me what you personally did to help yourself through that. Well, in the end, what I, what I found was the internal family systems therapy. And when I met, met Richard Schwartz and I visited with him about the things that I hadn't been able to solve from a bodywork perspective with my dad, he gave me an explanation of why and the answers that a nervous system has responses 
that can be, you can literally go in through a series of questions and find out what it is they're afraid is going to happen if they release this response, this paralysis in my dad's case. Um, for me, it was a feeling of, of suicide. And through a series of questioning, you realize that there is an a- aspect within us that can lead, much like a conductor leads an orchestra, and they're compassionate, courageous, um, very supportive, and that helps release these internal dialogues of thoughts, memories, the what-ifs, and Interestingly enough, as I integrated that into my Agassi method practice of body alignment, postural alignment, we would tie these thoughts to different reactions in the, in the muscle memory. And then whether we were working with muscle memory or a thought, both would release at the same time. And by developing this inner sense of, of self uh, leadership, there was not any need for these to come back again. And pretty soon, instead of having an orchestra that is playing without any leadership, now the nervous system embraces all of the emotions to create this this beautiful music that's just inspiring. And it tends to inspire the people that that it touches into as you as you go through life. So you that's took really these, what saved me. So you took these steps. You took the step of the internal family, um, the Agascu body alignment, and the somatic yes, work. Yes, component component yeah. of somatic experiencing, um, mm-hmm. which also was a was a great shift in my life. And and it's curious how all those things because. I thought the Agassi method was going to fix it, and when it didn't, it devastated me. And then I tried the somatic experiencing, and I thought that was going to create healing in our family. And when it did it, I felt crushed. And at one point, I kind of just gave up looking for the answers, and I was defeated until you invited me into your mosaic healing gardens here in Moab. And as you're telling me your story of how these beautiful pieces of art came to be out of brokenness, broken glass, I began to see my own life and how I wondered, instead of looking at all my shattered experiences and feeling like being reminded of the pain and the sorrow and the frustration and the helplessness and the hopelessness, instead of looking at those and saying, oh, they're just broken glass, I need to get rid of them, Instead, I said, I wonder how I could take those and create this new mosaic beauty in my future. And maybe I could create a new beautiful piece of art out of all these broken experiences. And literally, that's when my mind began to shift from, this is hopeless, I'm a failure, to, wow, maybe this fits into something new that could inspire the world the way your art and your creations of mosaics in your garden do. And that began the path. And I said, well, let's, let's begin to integrate the Agassi method with uh, the internal family systems model. And let's see if we can bring this out into the public and into um, programs that would help not only 
relieve the stress and tension in the body, but make sense of those recurring thoughts and memories and dreams that create a lot of this this struggle. Wow, that's so. So, t- can you um, share with our guests the, um, what I'm hearing? And the recurring thing I see a lot here is that struggle is equally as important in our life as having the easy road. That it comes together, that these emotions that we feel, such as anger and hatred and, and just lower emotions of frustration, are also an intricate part of who we are, just like love and peace and and harmony. Uh, growing up, I was told as a child that I was only supposed to like, be happy all the time and have a smile on my face. And that when I felt anger that I wasn't supposed to even deal, look at that. Can you share what addressing these emotions gives you in return for, for taking care and listening to them? Well, when I, when I look at it from an internal family systems model, that would be like saying, well, if, if we eliminate anger or sadness or grief, now we eliminate an entire part of the orchestra, and we've got to ignore them, and we've got to push them aside. And in essence, the nervous system in our body, it functions the best when all of those emotions and all of those experiences can be brought together in... in um, and integrated together, because the music is so much more rich and fulfilling when all of those experiences can be brought to light. And what's missing in most of our lives is that conductor, the one who leads. He doesn't play an instrument. He just simply directs, and he knows when to bring in each of the emotions and how intense they should be. And has that direct contact and leadership. And pretty soon the symphony begins to trust the leadership of this conductor. And that's really what um, what this model is looking for. And what's interesting is that oftentimes we can do that mentally, but we don't release the tension that's created in the body from these experiences And that's the beauty of of where I'm at right now is I bring both of those experiences only because of all of the struggle I went through to try to figure out how to help my dad. And, you know, without him being such a stubborn man to endure all the pain that he did and fight through it, and me having those tendencies of, well, I'm going to keep fighting to figure out how to help him none of this would have happened. I certainly would never have invested and given up everything I ever worked so hard to accumulate except for my dedication and my love for my dad and the desire to try to find an answer. So so the gift that you came out of this with, the gift that you came out of this with, can you share with us what that gift is and what the message is you would leave with my listeners, with our listeners? Essentially, you know, you listen, you listen to a lot of people talk about their, um, the thing that they just love to do, finding them, and that's essentially the experience I had. 
Now, in the nine years of caregiving for my dad, I would have said, no, this is, this is crazy. I, I don't know why, what I've done to deserve this, this punishment. And now I say it's only through the grace of those experiences that I truly have found a life calling that gets me up every morning and that I'm excited to move forward with. Excellent. Where can I... that, I'd have been stuck in the American dream, just Mm -hmm. plugging along, making money, doing things on the weekends. And, and, uh, yeah, life has changed considerably for me. Wonderful. Can you you tell my listeners where they can go and um, how they can get a hold of you if they want to know more, so they can learn more about the Agoscu method and um, the family healing practice you do? Can you give them your information, please? I certainly can. Now, now I'm definitely in the beginning processes of, of this healing. Um, I really don't have anything out there, but you're welcome to email me at alignmentworks2 at gmail.com. I'd be happy to share um, some of my experiences. Um, just get in touch with me that way. And Wonderful. As, as things come out, you know, I'm... I'm sure that you'll be uh, sharing with your listeners on your on your web page. Well, I will. And when well. and when we have our workshop together over in Yoga West, which um, you can come and join, and, and Brian will be doing his uh, Gosku body work there and sharing with us. So it will be on July 16th and 17th at Yoga West in Grand Junction, Colorado. You can get more about that information on soulhealerspath.com. I want to thank Brian so much for being so open with us about the subject of loving someone and having to deal with the effects of really losing that person. That's something we all have to deal with at some point in time. So um, thank you, Brian, very much for being here. And I hope the rest of you will come and check out more about what he's going to be doing at um, the Spirit Meditation Dance Workshop on July 16th and 17th in Yoga West. And stay tuned with me because Ashley um, will be speaking to us next and we'll go to break now. Thank you, Brian. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers but are looking for more? The Open Door. Brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. 
Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Garden. On um, Voice America's Seventh Wave. As I said, you can listen to this seven days a week. That's pretty exciting. I want to um, talk to you about my next guest, who's a woman I have personally watched grow from heartbreak to being a leader in her field of healing from heartbreak. She is the founder of Free Spirit is Faith and an author of Seven Spiritual Keys to Healing from Heartbreak and Breaking the Pattern. She leads Passion Quest and is a mentor and teacher. You can go to www.freespiritedfaith.com to sign up for any of her events and to hear more about Ashley. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show today. Well, it's exciting to have you here as we're talking about Shattered to Meaning. So we've been talking about with Brian, and I would like to talk to you as well, is what brought you to a place of healing in your life? Okay. Well, I had a journey of heartbreak at a very young age. So I found myself getting a divorce when I was only 23 years old. My happily ever after marriage turned out not to be that at all. It was kind of a nightmare for me. So I chose to leave my husband. Um, And then I went on a couple of years where I was just kind of really confused about what I was doing. And, you know, my religious beliefs had been kind of shaken by my divorce, and I was kind of angry at God over the whole thing. So I started studying some other spirituality, some uh, leaders such as Wayne Dyer and Dr. Joe Dispenza, and started learning from them and tapped into that just a little bit, but nothing too serious. Um, During that time, I also got in another serious relationship, a three-year relationship, and then that relationship ended much more dramatically, much worse than my my first divorce. And so I found myself at a very young age, I was only 26 years old, and I'd already had two very dramatic experiences. That second one ended with my ex being unfaithful, and when I asked him about that infidelity, he lied to me, and something inside of me just snapped when that happened, and I slapped him. I actually got arrested and charged with domestic violence for that. So that night, my entire life shattered before my eyes and fell into those little pieces we're talking about. And I spent about a year in a very depressed state dealing with that. I I didn't want to get up in the morning. I lost my passion and enthusiasm for life. And for me, that was a big deal because I had always been a very passionate and adventurous outgoing woman. So So in your downfall for me. And then about a year after the event where I went to jail, I had to meet up with my ex to do some legal stuff, and he asked me a very powerful question. You know, he looked at me and said, who are you, and what happened to the strong, courageous, independent woman I knew? Like, what happened to you? And at first I was very, very furious that this man would have any right to ask me that question because at that time 
in my mind, I felt like a victim, and I thought that it was all his fault that I had ended up that way. I thought it was his fault for cheating on me and having, you know, getting me arrested for slapping him and all of that. However, it got me thinking, and it made me actually wake up and realize that he was absolutely right. It was time for me to take back my life and take back my power and take back the control of creating what I wanted in my life. So, Ashley, I was reading in your book... Um you were talking about having healthy boundaries. This seems like a, a good topic to talk about right now. When all this was going on, tell me what that looks like to have healthy boundaries. So I was thinking, you know, when I was talking about it um, in my story here, like I clearly didn't have those healthy boundaries. I put up with poor treatment for far too long that had um, ended up with this incident of me just snapping and losing it. And so... What had happened along the way is when I kind of saw the signs of the infidelity and kind of knew, because your soul always knows everything. Your soul can tell you what's going on. And my soul and my intuition was telling me to leave. It was telling me that there was something wrong. And in addition to the physical signs of this other woman being present in our lives far more than she should have been. And so, you know, I saw all the signs and my intuition and gut told me to leave. And I kept trying to leave. I kept telling him, you know, I this isn't okay, I can't have a three-year relationship, I'm going to leave because this woman's in the middle. And I just never did it. I never had those boundaries up saying, no, I absolutely will not, I will leave. I would always, you know, kind of sweat in quote-unquote to leave because I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to leave, but then I wouldn't go through with it because he would end up talking me out of it. And so this is what those healthy boundaries are about, about having those solidly enforced and making sure that you stick with them and stand up for yourself so you don't allow these kind of things to be in your life because that's part of, you know, you taking responsibility for your own life is taking responsibility for what you allow into your life and the situations you allow to perpetuate into your life. Excellent. Yes, I've, I've yeah, experienced that personally myself. That's wonderful. And um, your book has these seven keys. Can you talk to me about those? Yes. So in my book, I really walk my um, readers through the healing process so it helps them to move forward with their life and to heal their heartbreak, whether that is from divorce or betrayal and infidelity like my experience or whether it's from the loss of a loved one, any kind of heartbreak really. And this was the book that I needed to hear when I was telling from my divorce and then subsequent heartbreak. I was pretty shattered and I needed somebody to help me put that back those pieces back together into creating something beautiful like we're talking about on the show today, making that beautiful mosaic. And I didn't have this book. And so I, once I was able to heal myself and move forward with all the tools that I had learned from my teachers and mentors, I was inspired to write this book and to share it with people so that they could use those same tools and those seven keys to move forward. So one of the key themes that I talk about in the book is remembering our divine nature. And that's really part of how I ended up there on that jail room floor was because I didn't remember who I was. I didn't remember that I am the divine, you know, the divine creator of my life. And I believe in God, so I believe that I'm a co-creator with God in my life. But whether you believe in God or not, we co-create our, our reality with our universe around us because we are energetic beings. So we yes. are 99.999% energy and only 0.001% matter because that's what atoms are made out of and our bodies are made out of atoms. So we are energetic beings. And if we don't take control over using that energy to create and manifest what we want in our life, then we sometimes create and manifest things we don't want just by default or because we have some sort of um, subconscious program running that's unconsciously creating our life. 
So we need to really pay attention to that and pay attention to what the programs are that we're running in our mind and therefore the patterns that we're creating in our life based on those programs. So a non-decision is actually a decision then. If we don't make a choice, a choice is being made for us. Is that what you're saying? Right. So we're always creating things around us because, as I explained, we're these energetic beings. So we're affecting the energy around us because not only are we made up of atoms, but everything on the planet is made up of atoms. So we always have a energetic connection to all the other people on this planet and all the other things around us. And we're not paying attention and consciously creating things and attracting the people and the things we want into our life. And yes, if we choose to not focus on it, then it will just be created and attracted to us based on whatever's in our subconscious mind. And unfortunately, most of our subconscious programming was implanted into our minds before we were the age of 12 when we were young children because of the fact that as we're growing, our brain's developing and we are in the brainwaves of the subconscious mind up until about ages 7 to 12 is when we start to cross over into being in the conscious mind most of the time. So what happens is whatever those subconscious programs you've been playing over and over in your mind, that's what it will create in your life. So if you don't choose to change those programs, if you choose to just go along day to day and um, continue creating the same things that you created yesterday, then you'll keep creating the same experiences over and over in your life. And that's your choice. Your choice is to not create what you want. Because every single person has 50 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. And as those thoughts go off in your mind, they trigger an action potential, which is an electrical impulse going out into the environment around you. And that electrical impulse is sending out the message to the world of what you are vibrating at in your life. So your thoughts combined with your emotions which are the other component of your electromagnetic field around your body, those two things, the thoughts and emotions combined, those create this electrical magnetic field, which is your energetic body, uh, uh, your energetic field around your body. So as you are sending out thoughts into the world, and as those thoughts are going out through your body, they're also triggering emotions and hormones to be produced in your body. And that those emotions also pull experiences back into you because they vibrate at a certain wavelength. So that's how you're manipulating the energy and the things around you is with those thoughts and emotions. And Wonderful. those electromagnetic waves that go out with your thoughts and emotions create your reality. That's, that's wonderful. And um, where can people go to find your book? So my book is available on my website, www.freespiritedfaith.com. It is also available on Amazon if you just look up Healing from Heartbreak. That's a short title of it. Um, you can get the book on both of those sites. And the book, of course, delves more into what I was talking about, about energy and your thoughts and belief cycles, and it really helps you understand these concepts. And I also have developed an online course, so, you know, listeners across the nation can have access to that, where that's a course that walks you through these seven keys taught in the book and really helps you take steps to move towards your healing so it's not just reading the book, it's taking action and having exercises to move through each of these and move you on your journey to healing. So I invite you to check that out. And if you're interested in learning more about these things, I know we have a short amount of time to talk about them today. I am doing a free webinar this evening that you can also connect with on my website, freefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreefreef
Um, there is a couple other topics I wanted to hit on, and um, the first one, briefly, if you could give me some feedback on why forgiveness is important, and then I would like you to talk about your passion quest. So tell me, first of all, why was forgiveness important in this process? Forgiveness was really important. It was important for me, and it is important for everybody, because when we choose not to forgive, we're leaving our energy stuck in the past, and we're leaving our energy for creating stuck there, too. So in order to create things in our life, like I said, we need to manage our thoughts and emotions, and we need to have energy to create. And if we leave all of our energy tied into the past, then we don't have that energy to create in the current moment. In addition to that, those negative emotions, those, you know, guilt, resentment, anger, fear, frustration, all of the things that can come out of these heartbreaking experiences, those are very low-vibrating emotions. So when you're sending out that low vibration to your body over and over again, it can actually create disease in your body because every thought you have, like I said, triggers an emotion, and that emotion has to land somewhere in your body. So if you're sending the emotion of guilt over and over into your body, it will land in your body and create disease. And then you will end up getting sick, and you'll end up, you know, if you don't deal with your heartbreak, you can end up with heart disease or heart problems. And this is a major problem in our country right now, and I... I previously worked as a health educator before I started my company, and I dealt with a lot of people that are dealing with heart issues like high cholesterol and blood pressure, and they're taking medicines, and they're not getting better And because it's not the best medicine that heals us. It's letting go of these negative emotions, letting go of this heartbreak and healing our heart so that we're freeing those emotions. We're letting them, releasing them out of our body, clearing them out, and releasing that energy so we can use it to create what we want to create now. So that's part of why forgiveness is important. The other thing I want to mention quickly about it is every time you focus on the past and you replay that experience of what happened, that heartbreak over and over, or that trauma, you rewire that into your brain. So you solidify those neural networks. And you obviously don't want to do that because that's what's going to create the same thing again in your future. So those are some reasons of why forgiveness is really important. Again, more on that in my book and in my courses. So, yes, I would love to talk about Passion Quest. So my Passion Quest programs are something that I'm very, very excited and obviously passionate about. These are adventure healing trips. Right now, the ones that I've created are specifically for women, but I'm working on some couples courses and courses for men as well. However, this one I'm going to tell you about today is a women's adventure healing trip. It is to Maui. That is my one of my favorite locations. It's a beautiful, exotic island. It's a very spiritual and sacred place, and it's a wonderful place for healing. So I just love Maui. I used to live there, and I want to share that that beautiful place and those experiences I had with my um, with my clients. So one of the things I did to heal from my own divorce was taking myself on a four-month backpacking trip around Central America, which allowed me the time and space I really needed to heal and move forward. And so when I tell people about that trip, oftentimes they say things to me like, oh, that sounds so amazing. I wish I could do that. So this inspired me to create these passion quests so that my clients will have those opportunities to have those experiences. So this is a shortened version of that four-month trip, obviously. It's about a week to 10 days, depending on how long you want to come for. And during that passion quest, we do daily yoga and meditations, energy work. I'm, I do Reiki, so I do energy work on my, on my clients and students that way. We will work to clear, heal, and align your chakras. We will be doing like a workshop on the road, so you'll be gaining new skills and tools that you can use to get rid of your old mind and rewire and create that new mind so you're creating what you want in your future. 
you will be able to pamper and nurture your soul with some relaxation and some fun things. We're working on some spa treatments and programs for that. We will be doing salsa dancing to help you reignite your self-confidence and get your sexy back and just really help you feel strong and confident in your body. We'll also be feeding your body healthy, nutritious foods. We'll be eating healthy because a lot of our problem is we don't eat very well and we don't feed our body good fuel. So in that course, we'll be eating good, healthy foods. Um, We'll be having some fun adventures to help you overcome your body, to help you overcome those fears. So we'll be doing things like surfing, which is one of my other passions. We will be doing things, waterfall hikes and waterfall repels and things like that to get you out of your comfort zone and help you see that you can overcome and conquer your fears through these, these experiences. So Amazing. These are, this sounds like yeah, an amazing, amazing. I'm super excited. And yeah. you will come home from that trip with a very clear purpose and direction in your life. You will know what your purpose is, what you are here to do, and you will be moving forward in your life, creating what it is you want to create. Oh, so one of my themes that I teach my clients is we need to play more. We need to have more passion, love, adventure in our life, and we need to have a very clear why. So what is your why? What is your purpose for being here? Why do you need to overcome your struggles and your trials? And why were you put here on this planet? What is your divine mission? Okay. And so your acronym for play, would you give that to us again? The P-L-A-Y, what does that mean? Yeah. So for me, I teach my clients to play because this is something we're lacking in our lives. And play for me is all about having passion, so excitement in your life, doing things you love, doing things you're passionate about, because often your passions and your interests in life also lead to your purpose. And so it's important for you to know your purpose, and it's also important for you to have passion because that's the fuel for creativity. So if you're passionate and excited about life, you're much more likely to manifest it than if you're doing something that you feel like you should but you're not very passionate about it, you're going to have a hard time manifesting that. So okay. passion is the key to creation. So that's the first, the first letter in play. The uh-huh. second one is love. Love is what fuels our lives. It keeps us vibrating at a high vibrational level. Like we talked about these different frequencies. And love is one of those very high frequencies. So we're going to have love for yourself, love for others through forgiveness of yourself and others, and to attract that perfect romantic relationship you want into your life if you're ready for that. And then we are going to have a lot of adventure because an adventure is really important in helping your body, like I said, to overcome the environment, time, and your body because that's sometimes what keeps people stuck is their fears because of they're fearful of their body, like what's going to happen to their body. So it's important to have adventure because it gets your body in new circumstances and new situations and helps you realize that you will not die from overcoming most of your fears. You know, we will help you determine how you can move forward and overcome your fears in your life through having adventure and new experiences. And those new experiences also help rewire your brain. So that's why I do passion, love, and adventure. And then the last letter is why. What is your why? What is your purpose? Why are you here on this planet? Why do you need to go forward despite your heartbreak? And why is it important for you to overcome this challenge? So that's Wonderful. Play, and that's what I Actually, that's all really play. great. I appreciate that so much that you are so passionate about what you're doing and making a big difference in the world. And I hope and encourage everyone to go look at your passion quest, to go and look at your website, which is www.freespiritedfaith.com, where they can know more about you. And I really enjoyed the interview that you're giving us today. Um, We're going to take a break now, and I want to thank you so much for being on the show. 
And um, thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. You're a beautiful woman. Thank you so much. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. The divine lives within every one of us. Some people just need help unlocking it. Once you understand your own shadow self, you can begin to take steps to say goodbye to remorse, guilt, and shame. Then, own up to living your life with great delight. Listen for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting with host Jim Stacy. For 15 years, Jim has studied the Aramaic language, the non-religious language of Yeshua. And through that language, you can learn how to choose the life you want to live and live above smallness and the victim. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on 7th Wave. Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.com. KP at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the gardens. It's been an exciting interview with um, both Brian Benson, who I have to say really helped me get my body in alignment when I needed to. He helped me clear some um, negative emotions that I was dealing with at the time. And he did that with combining both the Agoscu and the family practice um, healing medicine that he does together and um, really help me focus in on where I'm going and what direction I need to make in my life. And I know that some of us really need that direction. I know I did. I know that things that were happening around me, I had lost the ability to focus forward on, on moving in the direction of what I wanted to have in my life. And um, I also wanted to thank so much Ashley. And, yes, she does have the same last name as me, and she is my daughter, and I'm very proud of her. And Brian is a dear friend. And I, I brought these guests on the show because I was listening the other day to one of my mentors when I was doing my 30-minute morning routine. And he was saying that it's important to know the people that are around you because the people around you reflect who you are. And if you wanted to know who I am, you get to look at the amazing people I have in my life because those people are a reflection back onto where I'm going and how I'm living my life. And I want you to take some time this week and look at that. Look at the people you have in your life. And what are the messages are they sending out to the world? 
Um, is Napoleon Hill that actually said that quote. He said, the people in your life reflect back who you are. You want to know a man, know his friends. And so I wanted to take this time and, and introduce you to some of the most beautiful people in my life that are changing the world in phenomenal ways, um, both in my family and, and the people I associate with. I wanted to also talk about the power of thought that Ashley was talking about in her book, because our thoughts create what we want in the future. So one of the things I'm going to give you today to take home and work on um, and write back to me and, and tell me how this works is I want you to create where you want to be in a year. In a year, where are you going? What does that look like? I want you to look at that and say, okay, in a year, this is where I want to be. And how am I going to get there? And what steps do I take? Because every day we come up with a choice. And that choice is going to lead us towards that vision of where we want to be. And we make that choice. So, so my vision is I would like to lose 15 pounds. Let's use that. And in a year, that's where I'd like to be. And I'd like to be on a sailboat sailing around the Greek Isles and, and feel really good uh, about where I'm at physically in my life. And I want to be healthier so that I can run and I have of, um, a more energy. So my choice might be, so there's my vision, and my choice might be, do I eat a bowl of popcorn and watch television? Or do I get up and go for a walk? Now, those choices may seem really simple. And when you come home from work, you're tired and you're thinking, I don't want to make this choice right now. But if you choose, that choice at that moment is going to move you towards your goal. Everything you're doing right now is moving you towards your goal. So if I choose to eat the popcorn and watch the movie, I'm not going to be where I want to be. Even have the energy to come forward and make big changes and to do things that are just a little bit scary. So what I was hearing in our message too today is it's not a bad thing to have challenges. And those challenges are those choices. And so say I choose to go out for the walk and I'm doing that for five days and then all of a sudden the choice comes up and I eat the popcorn and I watch the movie. I don't quit. I don't say, oh, this is it, throwing it out the window, I'm done, I just messed up. No, I say, okay, I made this choice, and now I'm going to come back on the path. And, and that, when we were talking about last week of the path, is another process that we're going into now, is coming from shattered to meaning, means that there are going to be times when I am going to feel shattered and I'm going to feel like I have meaning. There's mornings I'm going to wake up and go, Whoa, Christy, you're a beautiful day. And there's more he's going to wake up and say, hey, baby, what happened? So I want you to look at those different things. This is what I teach in the workshop that we're going to do, which is Spirit Meditation Dance Workshop at Yoga West in Grand Junction on July 16th and 17th. And Brian will be there to do the body work as well. And that's the choices and the way I want you to approach where you're going to go each day that you're moving forward in your life. And we have great people out there. There are so many resources for you to go to and learn. So if I'm going to make the choice to be eating healthier and I get up and I do my green drink, I have to look up the green drink, right? That's the education part of it. I look up the education. The first step is the awareness, the awareness that I want to change. That I'm not liking where I'm at, so something different has to happen. The next step is the choice. 
And the education comes with that choice. Okay, if I'm going to drink a green drink, I need to learn how to make that green drink, which is going to put me into the second choice. The third one is now that I'm making that choice to go forward, who's going to teach me? Who's going to teach me? Am I going to go sit around in the group that I do and, and talk about how woe is me that things aren't working out? Or am I going to reach out to the people? Am I going to go to the gym, even though I don't have the body for the gym yet? I'm going to go to the gym because people in the gym are going to tell me how to get in that shape, just like we were talking last week about people on the trail. So I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to ask this person. And they might say to me, well, I lost 20 pounds. Or they might even not have lost 20 pounds but have that shape and say, this is how I'm keeping that shape. So I have the awareness. I'm making a different choice. And I'm going to the people who know how to do what I want to do. And the fourth thing is I keep going forward. I have perseverance. If I don't go to the gym one day, I don't stop. I say, well, I got off the path just a little bit. And I get back on. And I keep going forward. That is the important element there. Those four principles is what I'm going to teach when you come to the Spirit Meditation Dance Workshop. And you don't even know how, need to know how to dance because everyone's going to be doing their own process, by the way. They're all going to be dancing out and letting their own emotions going. And that's like going to the gym, making that step. And that step will lead you further and into the path where you want to be. It's going to take you towards whatever your vision is. And that's what Ashley's doing. That's what Brian's doing. That's what I'm doing. That's what Robert's doing. That's what Vanita, uh, Vin, um, Mrs. DeMarco is doing. Um, all of these people that I'm bringing on the show are bringing you forward to get that goal of what you want to be and share that. So call, let me know if you have any questions you'd like to have addressed on the show. Please email me at soulhealerspath.com. Thank you so much. For, for all your attention, for being here. I, I, without you, I couldn't have a radio show, so I'm grateful for that. Thank you for getting me to seven days a week. That's an amazing thing, too. Next week, my guest is going to be Mary Herdert, and she is the owner of Color Creep Fiber Art, and we will be exploring Art Heals the Soul on Voice America's 7th Wave Radio, live Tuesdays at 1 Pacific time, and then come and check me out wherever I'm at on their radio channel so you can hear me more and then come to Soul Healer's Path and learn more about me and I just want to thank my special guest today and thank you and thank Voice America. I'm in so much gratitude today and I hope you are too. Namaste and may your day be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.